My name is Brandon Wade, but you can call me Mr. Brandon Wade. You can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me B Wade. But I got two rules for you if you're going to call me anything. Speak life and keep it real. If you do that, you're good in my book. Welcome to Pay It Forward. Whether this is a short episode or a long episode, I give you the greatest commodity that I have. Myself, who I am, who I'm learning to be, and who I've been. I give you my experiences. I give you my heart. I give you the parts of myself that even I don't necessarily want people to know. So if you're going to show up here, my only request to you is this. If you're blessed by anything that you hear from me, pay it forward to somebody else and speak life into the people that you're around. So let's check out what the show's about today. Man, I don't know what the 4th of July is bringing up for me because this is being recorded on the 4th in case you see this later. I am likely going to end up releasing this today because this is just kind of an impromptu thing. But man, it's bringing up a lot of feelings. I actually don't even know what took place for me on the 4th, but I can just feel like a sort of, whoa. Like, and my 4th of July's weren't always really even bad 4th of July's. Like, usually the fireworks shows went off and, you know, where I live, uh, they tend to go crazy on, on the 4th, so... It sounds like a war zone by eight or nine o'clock. It's like, boom, bow, bow. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, God grant a lot of my 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 ass because I was just like, God, I'm going to need them not to wild out this year. And they didn't wild out. Usually they'll be wilding out from May and, you know, dang near sounding like they blowing up buildings and stuff. Um, Yeah, so that worked out Um, and they didn't do any of that. And now they're finally starting to launch their fireworks like now. And I'm like, that's cool. That's exactly what I needed. So, um, yeah. I don't know what feelings it's bringing up, but I woke up and I just like yesterday and uh, today uh, I have been feeling a lot. And I've been feeling just kind of frustrated. I mean, I guess you could say depressed, too, because I've been like, I just have not felt very much like I've liked where I'm at. And I haven't felt very much like I've liked who I am right now, you know, just turned 33. Hallelujah. You know what it is? Um, I've made so many strides and so many achievements and, you know, emotional work. I've done a lot of internal work. I've gotten a lot of internal healing. I've made healthier and better friends. I've expanded my social circle. You know, I've, uh, prayed more. I've sought God more. You feel me? I have become more real. It's easy for me to be my truest self. You know, my body's getting, you know, I feel like my body's like biologically getting correct. You feel me? Like I'm, I've been going to kinesiology, you know, my, my relationship, my mom is better. All kind of cool things are, are, are popping off. And I still have been feeling like there's so much that I still need. And, you know, I, I, I've been feeling just, I just today, it just kind of really hit me. Um, I know it's going to mean something for somebody that's listening. Um, but this has been a hard, this has been like a, a hard pill to swallow. I was at, um, a homegirl's house and, uh, I just realized something while I was there. I said, you know something, there are ways that I want people to love me that they just can't, or they just don't have the capacity to right now. And it doesn't mean that they don't love me with every iota of their being. I, I just got back from a trip to Vegas, which was also cool. I haven't been to Vegas in years. They got all these new buildings, next Y and Z. I didn't found out about uh Circa and 
Dre's. And I'm sitting here like, what the flip is a Circa or a Dre's? Like, again, I ain't been to Vegas since like, I don't know, 2013, 2014. It's been a long time. I used to go with my parents and, uh, and I was just like, yeah, there's all these buildings. I was like, man, I don't know this Vegas, but that's crazy. So anyways, you know, they got pool clubs. That's, that's entirely new to me. So, um, I'm today years old when I found out that that was a thing. It's a cool thing and I like it, but I'm like, all right, cool. So anyways, there's a lot of really triggering stuff that happened on that trip. It was a solo trip between me and, um, one of my God brothers and we went and, uh, you know, we, we got into it and, you know, there were some really difficult things we ended up talking about because I just didn't like a lot of the, th the ways that things were taking place. And then I wasn't really feeling good about where I was financially. So it was sort of a, a little bit of a gamble to go on the trip and it, it, it worked out okay, but I just didn't like the things that took place. So it was, it was already a triggering trip as it was. And I felt very let down and very disappointed. Like, I didn't even know that it was okay to be disappointed in a person and disappointed in their actions until recently. And I was like, oh, I really, I don't, I don't feel good. And I was also disappointed in myself. Like, dang, bro, like you still, still to this day, you still can't make better choices than this. And there goes my critical dad voice coming in, you know, boy, you ain't smarter than that. I know it. I know it's, I know it's, it's that voice in my head, you know, so. So I, it just was bringing up a lot of feelings. And I mean, when you want to talk about my life, it's been great in a lot of ways, like a lot of ways. Like, I I mean, it's just, it, and, it, and it feels like I feel very almost ungrateful in the way that like so many good things have happened for me. You know, I've been working out better and things like that, but I've had to do a lot of uh, personal work on myself. And so when I was at, at my homegirl's house, um, I was really sitting here thinking, and I was like, you know something, a lot of me also has get, had given up, or at least I felt like for a time I'd given up on the dreams and the spirit and the vision that God had given me that he had just told me. And there's so many things I have right now that had I have just listened to other people, I wouldn't even have them. You know, there are blessings and things that I got that I didn't pay for that came from just different situations and all kind of stuff. And I wouldn't even have that stuff. If I had literally just listened to the people that were around me, you know, I have a PS5, but I've had a PS5 since 2020 when you couldn't even get them. And had I have listened to everything that I heard on the radio, on the news, on Facebook, you can't buy one, scalpers X, Y, and Z, all this nonsense, I wouldn't even have one. But I listened to what was inside my spirit and what God told me, and I had one. Somebody like, but bruh, it's just a game system. It's not, it's not the point. The point is, is that I really felt like in a lot of ways, I just kind of given up on, on my own self and like my own desires because I've gotten it. I'd gotten into people pleasing for my own protection. You know, I, um, it's been the way I've always survived. I survived my dad that way. You know, I survived existing in a space where I absolutely needed my father to love me. And he loved me with every iota of his being, every fiber of his existence. I know Robert Wade loved me. And it was not the love that I needed and still need. And I was just thinking about a lot of people in my life that, you know, I've either had to 
choose to say yes to myself. You know, I ain't been on Instagram like that. And I'm sure people have been sending me messages and all kind of things. And hey, man, you know, X, Y, and Z, every now and then, like I'll sort of maybe look, but I really don't. Like I've been, I've been locked. I talk about locked in. I'm unlocked from Instagram, from social media, from all stuff that people are doing in their own lives. Because at this point in my life, I forgot the vision that God gave me, or I felt like I forgot it. And that's something that's real. That's a thing. It's like, like to be the person that I think that I have to be, there's been a lot of things I've been willing to let go of just to make the people around me happier. And that's sort of what, what kind of happened on that, that trip is I blew up because there was a lot of things that I'd been, been bothered about regarding this situation and even this person that I just had not spoke on. That I just said, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to let it be. And I thought that that was me accepting them. And in some ways it was, but in a lot of ways it was me ignoring myself. Now, does that mean that you got to blow up and yell at somebody or cuss somebody out or whatever it is? Nah. But there's been a lot of ways that I've just was like, man, I don't feel good about myself. And it's just ways that I, I felt very compromised. Just in my own, man, God showed you this. You about to do this. You about to experience this. Or you're experiencing this right now. And somebody else coming along like, nah, but like, that's just not something that happens or X, Y, and Z. And sometimes even the people that you care about the most that are closest to you can't really understand because they may not even be able to see what's going on inside them. And in that moment, I just sat there. I said, I can't make people love me the way that I, I want to be loved. And I was feeling very, very lonely. And it just sort of hit me that I am surrounded by a lot of love. That the people in my life genuinely love me with every iota of their being. Like, they genuinely love me. They don't love me by half. They love me fully. They will give any and everything that, that is inside of them to love me. Because that's generally the way that I love. And here's the thing. They won't and can't give me some of the things that I deeply, deeply need and want and desire. And both of those things are true. And that's been bothering me a lot. Because I haven't wanted to feel like a burden. And I don't know if anybody else feels that way. And if, you, if you're younger than me and feel that way, man, I admire you for even being able to and respect you for being able to already see that. If you're older than me and feeling that way, I admire and respect you for even being able to see that. Because the reality is, is that no one wants to feel like a burden. And I certainly don't. And I felt that way throughout my childhood, you know, especially dealing with my dad. Is I always felt like I was a burden, always hearing, what's wrong with you, boy? You know, how come you haven't figured this out yet? You know, you always wear your heart on your sleeve, you know, and, and, and the thing was, is he's trying to protect me from the things that he felt in this world by hardening me to it. And that wasn't what I needed. I needed my dad to protect me. I needed my dad to love me. I needed my dad to say, wherever you are here, you accepted and you safe here. You're able to be exactly who you are. And I got contradictory messages there. My dad protected me from the outside world. But he didn't give me the space and safety to be myself. And so that really hurt and it still hurts. You know, there's one person that, you know, as I mentioned him a lot on the podcast that, he, you know, he says, he says, um, a man without his father's praise or a wise elder's praise never really feels successful. And I think that some ways I felt the impact of that. And I've sought it out out of friends. I've sought it out of women. I've sought it out of a lot of people where I was looking for that praise and just trying to recreate the experience of 
someone who was neglecting me and trying to see if I could re-earn that. Now, in the scientific world, in the world of neuroscience, they call that the imago dialogue, which is you repeating a pattern that you learned from your childhood in order to bring a different ending. Since you didn't have a good ending before, you try to make a better ending by recreating the exact circumstances or similar circumstances that trigger your brain and then redoing it. It's, it's, it's literally the same principle as, as when you're in a video game and you die and you respawn. It's the same principle. It's like respawning. You know where you're going to do it and you try to do it again in a different way. It's literally respawn. I've just thought of it right now. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. It's, it's, it's the respawn principle or the Imago dialogue. We have a dialogue in our heads that's based on the things we've experienced in childhood. If we experienced a good childhood, we're going to repeat those things. If we experienced an unhealthy one, and even one that was not honestly unhealthy or honestly just people weren't honest about how unhealthy it was, we'll try to repeat it. That's why you'll hear this quote a lot of times. People say, everybody marries their mothers or everyone marries their fathers. That's not actually true. What they're talking about is the Imago dialogue, which is it's like, hey, my father did X, Y, and Z, or my mother did X, Y, and Z, and I felt dismissed, I felt invalidated, I felt abused. And so I need to go back and find someone that allows me to feel those things and recreate and redo the experience I had so that I can feel free and successful and safe and loved again. And it's it's brilliant and it's very satisfying. It's actually something that you see a lot in anime, which is why there's a lot of certain animes that like people really like. I'm jumping from thing to thing. So if you I, I hope that you guys are able to follow me here. But in anime, especially one of my one favorite animes, uh, ReZero, there is a character who initially hates the main character and then comes to love the main character. And the payout is very satisfying because it touches the Imago dialogue. This is somebody that rejected me, and now they're accepting me. This is why isekai anime, if you follow anime, so for those who are not following anime, they're probably like blank-eyed right now. And don't worry, I have a reference point for you too. But isekai anime is very fulfilling and very satisfying because it's literally the fulfillment of the Imago dialogue. So I you know, I've been noticing that there's been a lot of patterns that I followed, and some of them, you call them trauma bonding, things of that nature. But it's when you and someone else or you and the people around you are trying to reenact things in particular situations that you've had in order to get it in a different way to get a different result to sort of free your mind from something that's a trap that you're trapped in or you feel trapped in. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced that very rarely if ever actually works. Like it's an it's like got to be the most effective solution that our brains come up with and they don't usually work. Which is why people that marry people that are like their parents don't really tend to end up that much happier than their parents did. They tend to just repeat the cycle. Or like when someone goes, when someone's parent abused them and they're like, I can't wait to have kids so I can do it to them. Well, you see, it doesn't actually break anything because it's the Imago dialogue again. So what I know I've been dealing with a lot is there have been people in my life that have unconsciously triggered those areas of, wow, this person is not paying attention to me. Wow, this person is neglecting me a little bit. Oh, wow, maybe I do like that. And it's not really that I like that. It's that it reminds me a lot of my parents, my dad. You know, a lot of it has just been trying to recreate the experience I had with my dad with a different result. And I can acknowledge that. And that's been frustrating for me because it's like I logically know that stuff. And at the same time, I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, 
So if you are there, I can tell you right now that I see you. Like, I feel frustrated at myself sometimes because my life is so much better than it has been. You know, like I said, I, I danced. I've done a lot of really cool stuff. Also, I can I feel like I can move my body again. Like I can dance and do all these things. I used to do a little bit of dancing when I was 10 or 11, but I just sort of fell out of it. But I mean, I was having so much fun just dancing and just reconnecting with my body and with life. And um, still feeling depressed today. And the thing is, is it's been really hard for me to accept two things. One, that people can love me with every ounce of their being and it still not be the love I want. And two, that I can't make people that can't love me in the way I need them to love me in the way I need them to. I can advocate for my needs and leave myself open to whether they can accept it or reject it. I can leave myself open for God to bring me someone else or to find someone else to do what I need them to do. But I can't make them do what I want them to do. And the Imago dialogue makes it very tempting to feel that way. It feels very tempting to be like, yeah, but I could still do it. Like I see it as a challenge. Like, oh, okay, well, they can't do it. But I know it'll feel more satisfying if I get that payout at the end versus someone who is like, hey, I could do this right now. I would absolutely do this for you right now without hesitation. And you wouldn't even have to ask for it. I would get, I have it in abundance. I'm ready to give it to you. The person that has the challenge feels a little bit more intoxicating because my mind lights up with the idea of, ooh, this is familiar. If my dad had gave me free and, and gentle and kind love the way that I really wanted it, I probably would not find it as appealing. But because my dad kind of made me work for the love that I had, I had to work for a compliment. I had to work for achievement. I had to do something extraordinary for my dad to be like, I'm proud of you, boy. Like I had to do things that were amazing. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that outside, but the 4th of July going crazy. They do that on my block all the time. Um, but I always had to earn those things. You know, even when I went to school and I was going to PCC and I was like, man, I'm really achieving stuff. My dad was like, yeah, but you don't have a job, though. And I was like, but I'm literally doing things in my field. He was like, you don't have a job, though. And every compliment had to be hard won, fought for. Every acknowledgement, every moment of connection had to be fought for and earned. And so the part of me that wants that lights up every time it seems like I'm around somebody that's like, oh, you're making me earn this. OK, today you're in, but tomorrow you might be out. And oh, do I love the just like, oh, do I feel that that intoxication on the roller coaster? I was about to say I love it, but I don't. I want secure and stable love. And the frustrating part and I want to I want to free everybody from this one. Anybody that's listening right now, you do not have to be perfect to receive love. And I'm going to take it even farther. You don't even have to really love yourself to receive love, to be given love. We always do this. In order for you to be loved, you got to first love yourself. In order for you to get it, you got to first give it. Nah, nope, that's not true at all. I'm telling you right now, that's not true at all. It seems unconditional, but in reality, that's conditional. It's conditional love. Because that's all contingent and conditional on the fact that you're able to give yourself love. That is absolutely not true. There are people that will come into your life and love you exactly how you love. Sure, I'm speaking to myself right now. There are people that will love you in abundance exactly how and what the way you need just because you're you. So I'm breaking that nonsense right now. 
over anybody that's listening under the sound of my voice. That nonsense broken right now. You do not need to start loving yourself in order to be worthy to receive love. That's crap. That's BS and that's nonsense. That's still rooted in, in, in human mindset and conditional love. That's crap. And I didn't even realize how much it was BS until I just started thinking about it right now. I was like, nah, that's crap. Now, can giving yourself love make you more conditioned to be able to accept love and be able to recognize unconditional love when you see it? Absolutely. But do you have to love yourself first? No. And I'm telling you right now, that's not true. That was a really serious that was a really serious moment for me because I've been hearing that over and over in the self healers and the emotional healer community and all these people that work on themselves. They're like, well, you have to embody those versions of yourself or you won't receive it. No, that's not true. You can absolutely draw a secure, available, mature and safe person. Even if you're not able to be in that space right now. That's one thing I actually saw off of an anime that was recent. Um. It was an anime and and this guy was invited to this top level school and the guy said and the, the guy who invited him said something that was real cool. He said. There are people in your they said he said you can always assign a level of value to yourself because the guy bottom line was the guy he didn't realize how he he had been overlooked and he had become attractive and he didn't realize he was attractive because he still felt like the same on the inside, which, again, I relate to that a lot. And he was just like, they invited him to school, but they didn't invite him to the school because he was attractive. They invited him to the school because he was a good person and he helped somebody else out and he had integrity. And the person was like, nah, I got to invite you to this school. He was like, I always wanted to go here, but I don't feel like I'm good enough. And before he stopped, the guy that, that, that brought him said, you know, you can assign value to yourself and you always will be. And that'll be your life's journey. And he said, but. There are also people that can assign value to you. And he said, and I'm telling you right now, I'm assigning a value to you that you are more than good enough and more than welcome to be at this school. This school doesn't judge off of anything but true merit. And I've determined that you're good enough. You know, it's interesting that in that I, I realized that to receive love is to be able to give love. And even right now, as I am, I'm worthy of being able to receive love as I am. And I think this is the breaking point, a, a pretty big moment for me in this moment of being able to start accepting that I don't have to love myself in the way that I want to receive love to be able to receive love because that's still a condition. And it was intoxicating for me to think that way. And it's been intoxicating for me to think that way because it's something that has to be earned. And it's still earning earning it from yourself. You know, if I did this and I did that and I frame love in this way, then I can receive love and then I'll get love. And and that's still earning. But no, you know, I've been able to love some people that have not felt worthy of love at all. And that didn't change the way I saw them. I was just like, yeah, I love you. And it doesn't change anything about you. I like you and love you for exactly who you are. I don't need you or want you to be any different. You know what? That's when we're able to truly give that love is because we've been loved like that. So even right now, with the acceptance that I have, whoever you are, wherever you are, 
like I can look at you and say that like if you're looking and listening to this right now, like I can still accept you and look at you and appreciate you for exactly who you are. Now, is it possible to be disappointed in somebody and in their actions? Absolutely. Is it important to be able to hold someone accountable and hold yourself accountable for the boundaries and things that are important to you? Yes. However, you do not have to constantly give love to yourself in order to be worthy of receiving love. What helps is being able to be open to committing to the natural work that is working on yourself and, you know, doing the things that are that are important and learning about your own patterns and things and unlearning those things. And I mean, I've committed to that for a while, but that didn't make me any less worthy of love at 28 or 25 than I am at 33 right now. Like I've always been worthy of that. And here's the thing to be able to accept and receive that love is only just going to allow us to be able to help other people. So that's been a really difficult thing for me because I've been sitting here and, and I feel it's less difficult after this conversation. But I mean, I've literally been sitting here and before I was on here, I was sitting outside in the sun, you know, they blasting fireworks and I'm like, that's all good and everything. But like, I still feel real depressed and I don't like that. I feel that way. You know, I'm looking for the dopamine high and the dopamine rush. And I was like, I don't like accepting that this is where I feel right now. This is what I feel right now. And that's the closest thing I think I've come to actually accepting that this is what I feel right now. Is to say, I don't like accepting this feeling. Whatever it means to you, let it mean something today. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. It may mean something for you in a year or a month, you know, God willing. But like today, you're worth being loved exactly for who you are. You don't need to be better or different. You don't need to put on anything. You don't need to take off anything. You don't need to show your body. You don't need to show less of your body. Who you are right now, who I am right now is enough. It's kind of ironic that this is taking place on Independence Day. The day in which has several different meanings, but the meaning I ascribe to myself is true independence is like accepting, accepting myself, accepting and being separated from whatever opinions and ideas that somebody else had about me, whether they're good ones or bad ones. And being able to accept that everyone's a person and everyone has their experiences, including me. And that it's okay for everyone to have them and for me to be loved and lovable as I am. So yeah, this is just a short for everybody on the fourth that just needs that encouragement. Maybe somebody's just going through something. Maybe you're where I am right now. And I reached out to a few people and just was as transparent and as honest as I could be about what I need and what I desire and all those things. I reached out to God. You know, I always do that. Yeah, well, I say, I love to say I always do that first. I don't, but I did it first this time. So I feel good about saying it. And if I didn't, I probably still say it too, but yeah, it's still hard to kind of sit with those difficult feelings. So I kind of am looking to try to dismiss them, but here I am. All right. So that's my prayer for everybody that God orders everybody's footsteps that's listening on this call, 
I always say call. I'm so used to being on calls that listen to this podcast. And that, you know, he makes your desire, he makes his desires and your desires kind of line up. So that you'll be able to see where he is. So that's why I always say to God, here I am. So in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I love y'all, all right? I appreciate y'all rocking with me in every phase of this journey. I have a guest, as I mentioned before. Um, I initially had him slated for uh, early July, but we're going to be uh, locking in uh, uh, late July at the end of July. We have it scheduled. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I'm looking forward to the maturity and the growth as well as just the greatness and the blessing that's just going to come from it, all right? So I just thank God for y'all. I appreciate y'all for who you are. And um, you don't have to pay this forward. I just want you to receive it if you're able to. I want you to know that someone is giving you something for free and it doesn't have anything attached to it. And if you want to bless somebody, then may God bless them, all right? I love y'all out here. Peace. Everybody feel good.